Oh my God, you are so going to love this one. Seriously, it's awesome. She's awesome. Tune in. Episode 228. Stay committed to the vision and don't worry about the results. Like the vision is everything. And however it, it turns out and however the, the how happens isn't up to us. You know, it's just the why and the what. Focus on that and the how will show up. Welcome to Biz Women Rock. So glad that you're here. I literally am jumping out of my seat right now and I have to like lean over into the mic because I am so filled with energy after this interview that I just did with Alexi Panos and I'm so excited for you to listen in on it. Um, okay, so here's who she is. Quick little bio. Alexi Panos uh, is sort of is like a little celebrity, all right? So she had been a model in her past for a long time. Um, she has hosted multiple TV shows, including a show on HGTV. She actually currently hosts a show on the History Channel called Operation Build. Um, but she has been very entrepreneurial. She's really uh, parlayed all of that experience into launching her own brand and her own business over these past couple of years. So there are a couple really amazing points that we really discuss in here. Number one, underlying everything, you're going to hear her passion for what she does, her passion for being able to help people live really uh, tremendous lives, lives that really mean something, lives that are totally in tune with you know, other people in this world. That's what she really does. It's, um, I don't want to call it motivation because that's not what it is. But if you've ever experienced anything Tony Robbins-like, transformational, things that, you know, really helped you get to from where you are in life right now to where you really want to be, that's what she does. Um, and she does a tremendous job doing it. So uh, she has, uh, she talks about building a tribe. She started a podcast first. That was sort of her first endeavor to to really build an audience. Um, and then she built out her YouTube channel, which I think her she talks about her uh, she her average video gets about thirty thousand views, but she definitely has some that are more than that, up into the seventy thousand views. So she's got quite a, a quite a few people looking at her um, and watching her videos. And then she's a writer as well, so she has a very active blog. And so she talks about how to build this tribe and how to actually then cultivate that tribe. And um, and dip into that tribe when you're ready to to create something for them. And so then we talk about uh, and go into very descriptive conversation about the launching of one of her first major programs, her first digital programs called the Bridge Method. Um, and all I'm going to tell you is that it was a six figure launch. That's all you need to know, and you will be seriously blown away uh, by how she did it because it's not one that I've heard ever before. So, um, and it's not intimidating. That's, I'm also going to say that. Um, but we just go into so many, uh, parts about her business. Those two things in particular are so practical and useful that I know that you're going to get a lot out of them. Um, but then you're going to hear throughout this entire conversation, just her passion for who she is and what she does and what she has to, how she's going to impact this world and how she is impacting this world. And it's just a very enlightening and really, you're going to feel so good and you're going to feel like you can go, you know, change lives everywhere after this interview. And that's exactly why I'm jumping up and down right now. So um, without further ado, let's just get right on into it with Alexi Panos. 
Alexi, what is going on, girl? Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I'm really excited you're here. We've had a couple of like hiccups back and forth, and I'm finally, finally get to have <laughs> you on the show. And I'm so, so honored that you're here because, holy cow, not only have you had this massive career um, you know, in the TV industry and in a modeling industry, but you have been a pretty kick-ass entrepreneur for a couple of years now, which is what I'm really Thanks. excited to highlight. Um, so uh, to be able to give some sort of a, a foundation for everyone listening, can you give just a kind of a brief snippet of what you had done uh, and what your career was really like kind of prior to launching your business? Sure. Well, I've had so many past lives, which um, (laughs) (laughs) I think is the story of all entrepreneurs. We kind of test the waters and all these different things. So I started off um, in my teenage years modeling. I was scouted at a young age. And then that turned into a singing career, which had me travel the world for a couple years, opening up for a major recording artist. And then hated that and got back out of that business, got back into modeling Got into bartending because I lived in the most expensive city in the world, New York, um, and had to figure out how to keep my lifestyle up. And bartending turned into full-time modeling, earning a great living, but feeling bored out of my mind, um, which turned into television. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And uh, television was great because I actually got to open my mouth and say something. But then a few years into that, I realized, well, this isn't actually what I want to say. So that kind of led me into the path of what I was always passionate about, which is what I'm doing now. And, um, you know, through that whole process for the last 10 years, I've had a nonprofit organization as well. So that's sat by my side as my uh, my little baby for the last 10 years. Well, and you've done you did that prior to really launching your do, kind of doing your own thing. Talk a little bit about Epic. Talk a little bit about the nonprofit, why you started it and what it's really all about. Sure. Well, that really came from um, feeling totally down about music. You know, I had I kind of given up my entire life to go on the road and try this whole music thing out, try to be a singer. And what's funny was it was never my dream. Um, I actually entered a singing contest on a dare. And it turned into a full-blown recording contract, which turned into <laughs> me traveling the world for two years. And it's hilarious because I'm not that great of a singer, but I'm an awesome dancer. And I think that's what, you know, sold me to everyone. Everyone's like, wow, she's a really great performer. Um, so <laughs> here I was, this like 19-year-old on the road with, you know, all these rock stars at the time. And just feeling like this total discrepancy between the life I was living and my values. And I'm like, okay, here's... I'm I'm watching all these men do all these things on the road that go totally against how I was raised and just the excess of money, of drugs, of of women, of all these things. And, you know, here I was amongst all of it and, you know, no judgment on them, but it just wasn't for me. And I Mm -hmm. felt like a fraud. I felt like I was totally just living this, this lie. And our last stop on the tour was in Africa. And that was when it really hit home. And I got kind of slapped in the face with my first real wake up call of life. And I saw a shanty town in Cape Town after we had just left this nightclub and spent three grand. And it was a total like tale of two worlds right in front of wow. my face. So yeah, so I came back to New York after that. And that's when I was like, you know what, screw this. This isn't me. I'm getting out before it's it's too late, you know, before I go too far down this rabbit hole. And got a bartending job. And that's where I met my partner, my nonprofit, Tennille. And Tennille and I were just fast friends. She's in the music industry, too. So we had a lot in common. And we both wanted to give back. And we didn't really know how. We thought we had to be famous. We thought we had to be rich. We thought we had to be 
Bono or Angelina Jolie. <laughs> and so we just decided to go to Africa and do a volunteer trip. And that completely changed our lives because from that point on, we said we're going to do our own thing because we want to know where every single dollar goes. We want to actually connect with these people. We want to know the stories of the lives that we're affecting. And that's where the name came from, EPIC. It stands for Everyday People Initiating Change because what we learned is you don't have to be anyone of stature or power or of huge finances. You just have to have a heart and you have to care and really give a damn. And that's what, that's what we did. We were young and we were dreamers and you know, we had no idea how hard it would be. My God, it was one of the hardest things still to this day that I've ever done. Wow. Um, and it's just been so rewarding though, because it's truly been the gift that keeps on giving, you know, Everyone's like, oh, you give so much to your nonprofit. I'm like, nope, it gives me so much. Mm, I love that. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, like all the people we work with, and it's just amazing. And you guys really do pretty, like, grassroots, intimate projects, much like, um, you know, like building um, building wells for, you know, uh, clean water and being able to, like, bring bikes into rural communities so they can, you know, uh, commute a lot easier. How, you know, like, being able to coordinate all that stuff must, must be a lot. Oh, it's huge. I mean, here we were, I was 20 at the time when we started this, and we're like, our first volunteer trip, we went overseas we stayed in a shanty town and we asked everyone like what do you guys need and the first thing was water and Tanil and I kind of looked at each other and we're like how the heck are we going to drill a water well (laughs) we had no idea we weren't engineers we had no background in this so it was really um that uh entrepreneurial spirit that came through and it's like we will find a way we will make a way out of no way and we made a bunch of phone calls we we asked for mentorship and we got it and it was really great because you know, that's that's what we were committed to above everything was really making a human connection to these people who are just like us, who just needed some basic things. And we wanted it to not be these Westerners coming in or these white girls coming in saying, here's what you guys should do. We wanted to make it a community effort where we rallied the whole community. We got the women involved. We got the children involved. And that's what it's been for the last 10 years. And that's why we've remained grassroots, because we love that personal touch. You know, that's why we're not a big charity. That's why we're not you know, UNICEF, that's why we're not drilling hundreds of wells every year, because we don't want to, we want to, we want to really make a direct impact and know the names of the people that we're able to affect. Right. I love that. Now, throughout the years, the uh, probably about like eight years, you were doing that before you actually launched your own brand and your own business. There had to be some pretty massive business lessons that you learned you know, as you were running that nonprofit that you were able to really parlay into launching your own brand. So I'm sure that there were many of them, but name like one or two that really stuck with you that you knew that you would that you implemented as soon as you launched your own business. Yeah, um, there's there's two that really stand out. The first is full authenticity, which can also mean transparency. And that's so big for us, because, you know, I think a lot of nonprofits wear this hat that says, you know, yeah, we know what we're doing and da 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 and, and they want to make sure everything looks real nice and tight so that the donors feel like their money's going to a place that, you know, is well taken care of. And for us, we're like, guys, this isn't easy work. This is hard. And here's the story. Here's how this works. And every single person who donates their money knows exactly where it goes. Most of them come out and, and see their final project through to completion, which is really cool. Wow, that's awesome. Um, Yeah, and it's really about, and that's the most beautiful part because we bring people out there. 
and they help fundraise for the, these projects, they get to see what goes on. It's not like an easy, hey, we've got money for a well and we're going to drill a well. There's land rights we have to work with. There's people, there's like village fights we have to break up. I mean, there's so much stuff that goes down in the developing world. And we're so happy to share that because it's a part of the journey. And it's, you know, those road bumps are what make it so special when it's actually complete because you know how much work goes into it and you know how hard it was and you know how many, uh, you know, twists and turns you had to go through. And, and that's the same in my own personal brand. You know, I, I'm, I'm touting transformation. I'm selling transformation. I'm selling personal development. And if I was doing that from the space of a quote-unquote guru, that would be bullshit. That would right. be a lie. You know, all, everything I know and everything I share is because I've learned the lesson the hard way or am still learning it. And, and that's why I love the word transformation because it's not transformed. You know, it's not a complete process. It's mm. always a process. And that's something that in my own personal brand, like authenticity with who I am and where I'm at on my journey is massive because that's what makes me relatable to people versus, you know, being quote unquote perfect. Nobody can relate to that. Right. Uh, so very true. And you hit home on, I think, one of my most foundational beliefs and probably the reason when I was explaining to you, like what this is all about, you're like, mm-hmm, yep, awesome, great. <laughs> because... <laughs> And, that, you know, that's one reason that I really wanted to launch Biz Women Rock, um, not only the podcast, but the entire community, because I was seeing so many success stories, and I'm making air quotes with my hands when I'm saying this, and they're beautiful, and they're wonderful, and they're great lessons to learn, but, you know, like, there's not always the, I always felt so far removed from all of those people, women or men, telling their stories. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so far away from that, and it would almost totally. deflate me. And so, you know, my goal and what I feel like I'm I'm very proud of that this has really become is, you know, a very real place to be able to hear stories from women. I mean, I've had people who have massive name brands come on here and say, I have no idea what I'm doing in this new endeavor and I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> I love and I'm, it. Right. So and true. It, and it is because I don't care how far along you are. We are all trying to figure it out. And what it does for me, and I'm sure – you experience this every day is that it really just connects all of us. It makes you feel like, you know what, we're not so far removed from each other. We're all here learning yeah. here on this journey. And you might be two steps in front of me, but I'm you're going to come back and you're going to help me and I'm going to learn something from that. And then I'm going to be two steps ahead of you over here. And then we're going to help each other here. And it's just, it makes it all so interwoven. So enough of my soapbox, but I totally agree with you on that point. No, I love um, it. So let's, <laughs> I love it. So let's get into um, why did you launch your brand? Why did you launch AlexiPanos.com? And what did you launch it with? Like, what was this whole concept of I'm going to start something of my own? Yeah, well, um, the why is really because my soul knew nothing else. Like, it's, it's been who I was my entire life. Like I was eight years old and I found my mom's Tony Robbins tapes and I guzzled them up and then I found <laughs> Marion Williamson. And then, you know, so I've been on this like personal development thing since I was little and philosophy, psychology, I've just been obsessed with it. I think, you know, in a past life, I must've been a philosopher or something, <laughs> um, but I've just loved it. And my soul was slowly, like seriously dying a slow death in the entertainment industry because here I was having this quote unquote life that everyone wanted, that it was so impressive and blah, blah, blah. And you know, all the money in the bank, but it meant nothing. I was so miserable. I was like, what what is my life about? Like, I thought that this was it, right? I had those goals. Like, okay, well, when I get this, I'll be happy. When I, you know, get a national TV show, when I get this, 
when I have X amount of money in the bank, when I buy my first place. And I got all those things and I'm like, yep, nope, not any happier. Um, (laughs) So, So it was really just like getting honest with myself, like what am I here to contribute? You know, what is my life here for? Is it just to consume and be a taker and to like take money and take fame and take all these things? Or is it to actually give and to to make my life worth something, to make it meaningful, to make it have an impact, to to change people's lives? And, And that why got so huge that I literally left my entire empire that I built in New York City, which took me years. I mean, it took me a decade to build. I left it all and moved to LA on a whim with no money, like no job, no nothing plan. It was just like, I'm going to figure it out. And sure <laughs> enough, sure enough, I, I started a podcast and the podcast was my first thing that I did. And everyone's like, well, why did you do a podcast? You know, you're a TV host, you should have done video. And it was my way of saying, it's not about my looks. It's not about mm you know, who I am. It's just about the message. It's about the content. It's about the people. And I really wanted to start out with that. And then that build, it it just slowly built up. And I had this audience of 30,000 listeners that were like sending me messages of how this particular interview changed their life or this motivational Monday changed their life. And that just like lit a fire under me where I was like, whoa, I can really make a difference. And it's tangible. You know, it's like, I can feel it. I feel like I'm making these connections with people I've never met, but you know, it's that human drama. We're, we're speaking about life and we all go through these same things. So that eventually turned into video and that eventually turned into writing. And I've always been a, an avid writer and a passionate writer. So started writing for blogs and started writing some of my own stuff and doing my own newsletter. And then the videos just took off. And I was doing them once every couple weeks. Um, highly resistant at first because of my background in TV. I was like, I don't want it to be about me and like the videos and blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, I was like so against it. I was so resistant to it. But what I realized is visual learning is such a huge medium and I'm a visual learner. So I was creating the content for people like me who learn visually, who like to be visually stimulated. And because I've always been a world traveler and always been to all these amazing places, I started going, wait a second. I can shoot these videos on my travels to Mexico or Australia or to Costa Rica or wherever and add a whole other element of adventure to it to show people that there's so much more out there. And that's another huge part of my mission is like getting people to wake up out of their own little bubble and to see the world as one and to truly connect to this this rock that we call home right you know because we're all on it and we're all the same we just have you know different color skin and different names and speak different but we're all the same species right and I want to really connect that so so yeah that's that's why I launched the brand and I launched it with a simple podcast and now you know I've got online programs and I'm leading workshops around the world and speaking around the world and um, I'll actually announce it here. This is my first announcement of it. Um, I actually got a book deal to do a solo book with Simon and Schuster. So, oh, girl! Congratulations! Yeah, big, so thank big news. You. Yeah, huge. And then actually, my fiance and I, my partner in Shine, Preston Smiles, um, him and I got a six-figure deal to do a book together as well. Wow! How awesome is that book? Yeah. Like focused on couples, or just it happens to be like the topics that you guys are talking about? Yeah, it's um, it's not couples yet. We'll definitely have a couples book in, in you know, in the the lineup. But mm-hmm. this is basically about what we lead our workshops on, which is 
you know, at the core of anything or any change that we want as humans, whether it's a better job, more money, a better partner, yada, 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 go down the list, is you, is us, is me, you know? And we, as a human, as a human species, we are at the core of everything. And if we don't know how to operate this machine that we've been given, this emotional and physical and, and soul machine that we've been given, then all of those things become so much harder to get. So what we teach is really about full encompassed learning about who we are and how to get it out of our own way. Because you know a lot of what we have is programming and we just want to remove the programming and create from a space that's clear and intentional. Love it. Absolutely love it. So I want to I want to kind of bridge the gap between the podcast and the videos and the writing to um, where you guys are now doing these workshops all over the world, having online programs, um, because there's a lot in between there. Because my the question that was sort of in my mind while you were explaining sort of how you first got started, how you started building an audience is, okay, well, how are you making a living at this time? <laughs> so, you know, like walk us through like how you have built your business model one by one. Sure, sure. Well, at first, when I was doing the podcast, um, I was living off savings. Um, so I had, I think, I think I probably had about five thousand in the bank when I left New York to come to LA. So for my first few months in LA, I was totally living off savings, and then that started dwindling. And I was like, okay, game time. <laughs> Got to figure something out. Right. So I I went into modeling for a little bit in LA. I think I maybe took maybe five modeling jobs and was like, yeah, no, can't do this again. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Let's, let's yeah. really figure it out. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, this is not going to work. Um, so I, I ex that. And then I realized like, okay, I get to pare down my expenses. So then I just got rid of a lot. I shed a lot of stuff, um, you know, was living super cheap, super close to the ground and then I started picking up coaching clients. So, you know, I'd have, let's say, three or four coaching clients a week at $150 an hour. So okay. that was enough for me to afford my life. I was not doing anything lavish at that time because it was, like, just enough to afford my life. Got it. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, I was fortunate because I, I owned my place in New York, but I left all my stuff there and just rented it out. So, I was I was making like an extra hundred bucks off my place in New York. So it wasn't too much, but it was a little something here and there. And then after that, the coaching really picked up. And then from there, you know, some of my coaching clients would refer me to other people. And that's kind of how I built that. And then from there, I started getting through my podcast, I would get speaking opportunities like, hey, uh, we love your podcast. We'd love for you to come out to the Rocky Mountains to lead a workshop for our group of 15 campers. I'm like, okay, great. And then it started like totally turning into that. And honestly, I didn't seek that out. That kind of found me, which was great. Um, which brings me actually to my second lesson that I learned through Epic and I applied to my personal thing is mm -hmm. stay committed to the vision and don't worry about the results. Like the vision is everything. And however it, it turns out and however the, the how happens isn't up to us. You know, it's just the why and the what, focus on that and the how will show up. And that's really what happened is, you know, one speaking opportunity would lead to another because somebody who was in the Rocky Mountains was like, hey, we're doing this retreat in Atlanta. I'd love for you to come. Great. So I'd go out there. And then there'd be, you know, this startup guy who was there who's like, hey, I've got this whole startup community in Boulder. I'd love for you to come out and be a part of that and lead a workshop there. Great. 
So that kind of turned into that whole space. And then from there, it was really about, <laughs> this is funny because it was really about figuring out how to monetize YouTube because mm-hmm. for, for the first, I think, six months, I, I, I didn't even have the button clicked on where I could make money from the ads that they were showing on my channel, <laughs> <laughs> which is hilarious because... <laughs> I'm like, oh, whoops, totally forgot about that. <laughs> so how did you walk us through a little bit of that? So how, what were the ways that you ended up being able to monetize the videos? Because you get, and say this too, like you get like tens of thousands of views on any given video. Yeah, yeah. So I get, I guess I average around, let's say I average about 30,000. My highest is around 72,000. Um, and, and yeah, so so basically YouTube, and again, this is this is like a recent thing. Like the last four months, I figured out how to <laughs> click the right button on the back end to make money. So it's I'm not making a fortune off of YouTube, but um, you know, it's a couple hundred dollars every month, which is great because you know it goes straight to my bank account, and I don't even realize that it's there. Mm-hmm. But the way I've been able to monetize YouTube is YouTube is such a massive platform. Again, here's. Here's this medium of learning where people visually get you, they get the audio of you, they get the words, they get all this stuff, right? And now I'm reaching 50,000 people, 70,000 people, and people are sharing it on Facebook. So I'm reaching all these people now who never heard of me before, who are going, whoa, who's this? Then they click on it and they kind of find all this stuff that I'm up to. They'll find my website, they'll find Epic, they'll find all of these things. And then that turns into me being able to say, hey, I've got a speaking event in Australia and I can sell at a room of 150 people, no problem. You know, it turns into um, Simon & Schuster going, holy cow, she's got a tribe. She doesn't just have an audience. She's got engaged fans and it's like her family and and they see that. And that's why I got a book deal. It's, It's for no other reason besides that and that I'm you know, I can write, which, yay, good news. But <laughs> <laughs> They would have asked you even if you couldn't. <laughs> exactly. And then, you know, for the online, uh, the online training program for the Bridge Method, the coolest part about that launch is we didn't do any advertising. We only shared it with our tribe. And so, so really, that's, that's the power of the tribe. That's the power of numbers as far as like, you know, YouTube, 70,000, Instagram, whatever the followers are, those are numbers, but the actual people behind it. And that's what I've really focused on. I've made a connection with them. I've got my newsletter that goes out. I respond to every single comment, every single email. Like I just love engaging with my tribe because they're freaking awesome. Mm -hmm. And when it was time for me to have a product that, you know, I could stand behind and say, this is amazing. And I put my entire blood, sweat and tears into this. My tribe said, okay, great, we're ready. Let's do it. And that's how I've monetized YouTube. I've used YouTube as like the platform to, to share who I am with the world. It's like the billboard, right? Right. But it's, it's, it's kind of free. I mean, obviously, it costs money for me to buy my camera and stuff like that. But Preston shoots me, I shoot him, we edit most of our own videos. So it's, it's pretty much free to do videos and it's free to upload. So we've got this amazing distribution channel that's a free advertisement and if your content's great, it's gonna get shared and that's really what I learned is like, again, the vision, what's the vision? How can I create things that make an impact? YouTube is a perfect example of that. I've created these videos that are short kind of nuggets of wisdom that people can say, yeah, I wanna share this or so-and-so should read this, let me tag her in it. 
And then these people become a part of the tribe and they're getting all this juice, all this wisdom, all this goodness. And then, of course, they're ready to say, yeah, absolutely. I, I would love to buy your book or I would love to buy your program because I love what you're up to. Right. No, exactly. I love that. Um, talk a little bit about the bridge method, about the program that you had. Um, it t- first, talk about what it is, um, because it was something that you actually like, you know, really cultivated and created as, as a formal program. And then I want to get into m- more of the specifics of how you actually did launch it, because you had a super successful launch without yeah. without advertising. So talk a little bit about what it is and then how you really launched it. Totally. So the Bridge Method is basically a, a 12-week online training program that is meant to be a bridge from science to spirituality, psychology, philosophy. It's a bridge from where you are to where you want to be. It's, it's literally a living bridge to create personal freedom in your life by first basically like destroying all of the programming that you have within your body, within your mind, your, within your emotions, getting rid of all of that, really looking at it and saying, okay, what do I want to create instead? Because a lot of us have been unconsciously creating our lives. And with a bridge, it's all about the right tools to create on a day-to-day basis. So what you're getting is you get a video a week with a topic, and we've broken it down into the, to three modules. So it's mind, emotional body, and soul. So you get a video kind of talking about the week, and then you get five days of exercises, tools, games. And the big thing about the bridge is it's not heady. Like, we have a lot of great information in there, but it's all about applying it and making it actionable and giving you exercises that you actually go out in the world and create. Because that's how how learning works, right? We have to actually experience it for it to stick and be in ourselves. So Preston and I really created this program because him and I have both been on a personal journey of studying with the best teachers and trainers in the world with, you know, we've read thousands of books. We've done trainings, you know, all over the world with some amazing masters. And we wanted to bring together and synthesize all this amazing knowledge that we had, but make it make it real world. We wanted to make it really down to earth and have fun with it because we're sick of this like ho-hum transformation, suit and tie, you know, very kind of stuffy personal development self-help thing. We wanted to make it who we are, which is fun, approachable, like our videos are hilarious. We're laughing and goofing and goofing with each other most of the time, which is great, you know. <laughs> and it's real. It's real. And that's what we felt like was missing. You know, all, everyone wants a better life, but most people don't want to do the work to get there. And so we said, okay, how can we make it feel less like work and more like fun? Mm. And that's what we created. And it's been incredible. We have um, weekly accountability as well. So everyone who takes the program is emailing us at the end of each week with a a couple answers to a few questions. And we write back to every single email. And it's awesome. Again, it's about creating that tribe. It's about creating that family, that community of, of support for people to say, listen, we get it. We've been there too. And you know, it's, it's not sage from the stage. We're saying we're sharing with you based off what we've learned right. and how many mistakes we've made. Cause that's what any success is made of is a million mistakes. Right. Uh, <laughs> so true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so with the launch, it was hilarious because neither of us had any experience with like launching anything online at all. And we both were so kind of um, avoiding that, that typical marketing thing. You know, I have a lot of friends who are online marketers and they're killing it and doing an amazing job and more power to them. But something about that like salesy thing 
like really rubs me the wrong way and it does for Preston too. So we're mm-hmm. like, we are not launching it that way. <laughs> we are not doing that. Like we are avoiding that at all costs. So we're like, okay, so what's our strategy? So we literally called a few of our friends in the online marketing game and we said, how do we do this? And, you know, we heard everything from do a sales funnel to do webinars to do, you know, this, do Facebook ads and blah, blah, blah. And we just sat with it and we said, okay, our tribe is us, you know, like we are one. So what would we be attracted to? What would we want to buy and how would we want to buy it? And we just said, we'd want it to feel like it was a share. We'd want it to feel like it was a gift. We'd want it to feel like it was a hookup. Like our friends were hooking us up with a discount. So we said, all right, for the first three days, we're going to, instead of four ninety seven, which is our full price, we're going to give our tribe members the bridge method for one ninety seven. We're going to make it a steal because they're our family. They've supported us up to this point and they deserve that because they're the only reason that we've created this thing right. because of them. They've kept us going. Their support has been everything. So we wanted to give them a gift. That was the first thing. How can we give them a gift? The second part was we want to make this program the best program that we've ever done that we would actually do again and again and again ourselves, knowing what we know. So we put so much time into it, so much energy into it, so much love into it, and we went through every exercise. And there are exercises that we've done in the past and we've done currently, but we went through the whole program literally and said, okay, does this work? Well, I did this one today, and I think we should add this. So we literally tested and tried everything out a thousand different ways to make sure that it really hit home and really made an impact. So product had to be amazing. And then the third step was having an amazing website and online platform to do this on. So um, I called a friend of mine who I had met in the startup world and he was young and hungry and, and he said, listen, I can build it for you. I can do whatever you want. Just send me the content. So we literally, we shot all the videos. We made all the PDFs on pages and, you know, we made the product it looked really beautiful, which I'm all about aesthetic. And mm-hmm. I just really love how it looks, which is great. And then Mike, um, who's amazing, just put it all up in this back end system for us through Rainmaker, which is like this online platform, mm-hmm. and then set up automation emails through MailChimp. So everything's automated, which is beautiful. Um, and I'll say with a caveat, we had to work out the kinks within the first couple of weeks first. <laughs> I think that's true for any, any new program. You always have yeah. to do that. Yeah. And you know, it's so funny because we had, we had all these friends that are like, oh yeah, automate it and you'll never have to work. And I'm like, no, for the first like two weeks of the program, we were attached to our computers, yeah. yep. like troubleshooting tech things and this <laughs> and that. And we were like, nobody told us about this. <laughs> so how did you end up doing with the launch? So did you literally, you just launched to your community with like, hey guys, if you sign up in these next three days, here's your discount. After that, you know, here's what it is. How long yeah. was the launch? And then how did you end up, what were the results? Yeah, so so here's here's the awesome thing. So it was Easter weekend, and I forget where we were. We were somewhere, and I think we were maybe in Mexico. And we're like, should we launch this weekend? And we literally were like, well, yeah, the content's done. We could. And then we text Mike, our, our tech guy, and we're like, Mike, could you have everything ready by Sunday? And this was Friday night. And he's like, yeah, I guess I could. He's <laughs> like, you guys are going to launch on Easter night? And we were like, yeah, we're kind of feeling it. Like, we're kind of just like... We're feeling the vibe. We're feeling like it's ready to go. Like we were kind of getting impatient and we just wanted to do it. And so he's like, okay, I'll have it all done. But he's like, you know, holidays are tough and da, 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 da. 
We're like, whatever, it's fine. It'll, it'll be what it's going to be. We're feeling it. We're going to trust our intuition. So we literally spent that weekend getting everything together, making sure everything was edited, making sure everything was sent. All the copy was on the website, all of that stuff. And then we launched Sunday night, um, I believe at 9 p.m. And we literally, we made an Instagram video that was hilarious. Preston's like jumping behind me. So we made an Instagram <laughs> video of that. Where it's like, we've got 72 hours of, you know, our friends, our family discount and da, 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 da. We put a Facebook post up on our regular pages and on our fan pages. And then um, we shared it through Twitter. And then we posted a video to YouTube. So that's all we did. And we literally, we went to sleep that night. We woke up the next morning and we're like, oh my God, we made $10,000 overnight. And we're like, What? And then, then, of course, that's when the troubleshooting starts. Like, hey, I'm trying to <laughs> log in on PayPal and like PayPal's not working. And so we had to like start up another program called Stripe. And like there was so much madness that was happening. But within all of that, sales were just coming in like every minute, which was insane. Like wow. we would get another email from PayPal and we were like, oh, my God, there's more. And then people were sharing it and tagging their friends in it. Like, let's do this together. And and that was just really incredible to see the power of the tribe. You know, they were like, I love these two. You know, I watch all their videos and I get their emails and you have to do this with me. And so that's, that's kind of how it happened. And then I think 24 hours out, we did a second round of videos and like posts about it. Like, hey, guys, like 24 hours left uh, before we go up to 497. It'll never be 197 again, blah, 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 blah. So we had this final surge of all of these people sign up, which was great. Love it. And it literally, yeah, it literally became a six figure launch in, you know, less than a week, which was insane for us because we literally were happy if we made $10,000 because for us, like we put a lot of time into it and we said, okay, this time wise, you know, I mean, we, we dedicated hours upon hours upon hours like literally we'd get up in the morning at eight and we wouldn't stop until midnight and this was for weeks on end because again we really wanted to make it the best product that it could be and we were just happy to make an impact in people's lives and we said you know what if 20 people do this we'll be happy because you know we know that 20 people will have an amazing life and they'll be able to create and da 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 and sure enough these accountability emails we're getting every week they are blowing my mind. Like we knew we made a great program, but when those emails came in with people's breakthroughs, like I have chills right now as I'm talking about this. Wow. That is awesome. I, what a great it, idea too. I like the weekly accountability. Yeah, it's awesome because, you know, for us, it we did that because we wanted to give them a space to reflect because it's in reflection that we truly get where we're at and where we're going and what we're breaking through. And it's been an awesome way to get feedback as well about the program because it's like doing a survey to all your people without even doing a survey, which we didn't even realize it was until like, you know, a couple weeks in, we're getting all these, oh, we love this thing. This was amazing. This exercise was so good. And da, 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 da. here's my breakthrough. And, and it's so great because for us, we're getting instant feedback about our product. We're getting instant breakthroughs. We're getting instant testimonials. So it's like, it's, it's literally become this machine that we so unintentionally set up um, that's beautiful. And we're making an impact in the world and changing people's lives in the process. So it's like, 
it can't get any better than this. Or maybe it it can't, but it just feels good. (laughs) (laughs) It's all about your attitude. It just keeps on getting better. Um, Exactly. So you told me before, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about before about how you have, um, I mean, like workshops all over the world happening. So we just went into like your, your digital product. Talk a little bit about what you have coming up and how you're really taking what has been so successful already out even further. What we've, what Preston and I have both done with the Bridge Online is really create a space for people to go out and, and do the work themselves. But what we want to create with our workshops is a sacred space for people to come together within community and get this type of experiential learning and really try it on with another group of people, um, which is really huge. So, so we've, we've been invited. We're, we're leading a workshop um, in Costa Rica in, I guess, a month now. Um, and this is called The Naked Truth. And we've done this one a few times. We've done it at Camp Grounded. We've done it around L.A. And The Naked Truth is one of my favorite workshops. It's like a three-hour workshop. And it literally and figuratively removes all the masks and the layers that we've kept to keep ourselves covered and protected. And we, we bear it all, emotionally and physically. And there's something really powerful about standing in our naked truth. And, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because at Camp Grounded, that was the first time we had done it. You know, a lot of people signed up because of the sensationalism of it. They're mm-hmm. like, ooh, a naked workshop. What's this going to be about? <laughs> and, <laughs> and then they get there. And within like five minutes, everyone's crying and like holding hands. And like, wow. I mean, we go there. We, we break all the walls down. We break all the barriers of separation down. And we get to the one critical element that we all need to remember is that we are all one. And we've created all these false identities of walls and, and, and bricks to keep, uh, to keep us safe, really, and, and to keep us protected. But what it's done is created all the strife, all the war, all the stress in life is because we believe that we're separate. And the naked truth really kind of pulls all that down and, and gets to the nitty gritty of humanity, um, which is such a beautiful thing. So we're leading that in Costa Rica as a part of do lectures. And um, I've never been to a do lectures event, but they say it's like a Burning Man meets Ted, oh which boy. is like, hi, <laughs> two of my favorite things. Mind so, blown. <laughs> uh-huh. So I'm like, oh, and it's in the jungles of Costa Rica? Sign me up. Um, <laughs> so I'm super psyched about that. Um, and then Preston and I are starting um, sales for our workshops, which is a two-day intensive, which is called the Bridge Experience. And we're creating our site for that now. But um, we're starting in New Zealand because I had this amazing woman reach out to me. And she's got this incredible resort out there. And we're going to do a New Year, New You workshop and Love do it. our two-day intensive thing there and also incorporate surfing and yoga and meditation and healthy food and all of that. Then from there, we'll go to Australia and we've got uh, four major cities there that we're doing our two-day workshops at. And then um, extending it from there, we might actually stay in Australia for a little bit to write our books and uh, just relax after that because these workshops are really intense. They're like 12 to 14 hour days. Um, But they're awesome because they're, they're the type of learning that you know, we can all open a book and read it. We can all watch a video and get something from it. But when you're actually in a room and you're challenging yourself in front of another person or in front of a hundred other people, there's something that cellularly changes. And when we send you out into the world, and this is a part of what we do, is we send you out into the world with these challenges and, and these games, 
you come back a completely different person. And, and it's beautiful because what comes from that is the ability to recognize that at any moment, you are the creator of your life. Right. And you can change in any moment your circumstances, your reality, because you're creating it. And that's really what the biggest takeaway from, from the work that Preston and I do is, is that it's always a choice. It is always a choice. And we're not saying that being sad is a bad thing. It's all part of life. But you always have a choice. There's always a way out and in. I love that. I can't think of a better way to be able to conclude this conversation than that. I think there there's still about like 80 other questions that I have in my mind about <laughs> everything. And I think you and I could chat for quite some time because you and I have very, very similar belief systems on a heck of a lot of stuff. Yes. So, um, But I, I really want to thank you so much for being able to share so much about your experience, about your business, about how it's done, how you're doing it. And, uh, and I can't wait to see all of the things that are coming and manifesting for you because there's a lot of it. So just thank you so much for being thank here. Thank you. Oh, thank you for having me. And, and again, like love sharing this stuff and, and just a final message to, to your listeners. You know, it's not easy, but if you're passionate about it, it's so worth it. It's so worth it. Oh my God. Was she not amazing? <laughs> I just love this chick. I love what she stands for. I love what she's doing. And I love, love, because this is so much a part of what Biz Women Rock and you, the community, is all about, um, that it's all about building your tribe. It's all about giving really great stuff that your tribe is asking for, that they really... Uh, that you know can make an impact in their life. And so I just, I really appreciated her getting into the details of how she's doing that. Um, and I just a really cool little tidbit that she talked about that I thought was brilliant was the way that she it kind of unintentionally is getting instant feedback about her program by instituting this weekly accountability where everyone who's in her program has to email her kind of what their status update is. And I thought that was brilliant. And that is going to allow them to continue evolving this program and making it, you know, as much energy and attention as they put into it, making it great, which it obviously is. Uh, this will help them make it even greater um, uh, with all of the feedback. So I just thought that that was way, way cool. And ultimately, I really loved uh, her constant reminder that you just have to stay true to the vision no matter what the results and no matter what the experience, you have to stay true to the vision. So my question to you and my challenge to you is how are you staying true to your vision? How are you making sure that every single day you're doing something within the scope of your vision? And how are you making sure, especially when you hit walls and especially when you don't get results that you think that you should or that you really wanted, how are you making sure that you you keep yourself back on track and keep tuning in to the vision? Let me know. I would love to know. You can shoot me an email at katie at bizwomenrock.com or you can always go onto Facebook. Uh, go check out the Facebook page, Biz Women Rock. Um, or if you're a part of the, the private community, the BWR Connect on Facebook, go post it in there. I would love to hear how you do that, okay? Have an awesome day and I can't wait to see you on the next episode. Mm-hmm.